Eminem, you're named after Candy. I saw you made a video about my daddy. Are you really that dumb or did you relapse on the Zanny? Why don't you stick the songs about killing your mom like Bambi? Ooh, BET, is that even a, still a channel? I'd rather waste my time watching white girls in flannel. That would be racist, so we're not going to talk about that. But if we did, it'd be a lot more entertaining than your washed up Democrat talking point propaganda piece of shit you call a rap. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. We're your host, E. Simon. Ah, I'm Harrison. Harrison, did I, 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 I'm not seeing a fresh new tattoo. Did you end mm. up doing the Friday the 13th tattoo thing? Uh, no, I went, there was a long line, so I went home and went back to sleep. So what, tell, explain this to me, mm. because this, this is counter to my philosophy of tattooing. Mm-hmm. What is the Friday 13th thing? For $13, you get a tattoo? $31, I think it was. Oh, it's $31. And there's like a limit to how big it can be, like two inches by something or other, you know? And you can, because some of them are like, they'll, you choose from whatever bullshit they have, which, fuck that. So wait, you're going in there and you're picking Flash. No, 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 no. no. With this one, it was $31. I don't know what Flash means, but... Flash is like the, the tattoo artist draw drawings, put them up on the wall. Oh, and you're like, I'm some of them are flash. like that. Some of them are flash ones, yeah. This is like, uh, it was $31, and you could, you could bring a thing. Um, oh, you could bring in your own design, yeah, you but it had to be like a certain size. Yeah. So what were um, you going to get tattooed? Just another, uh, another fucking uh, sigil, sigil from the lesser key of Solomon, a different demon. Sigil, but did you, know? you have a tattoo artist in mind, or is there anybody there? Everybody there. I don't like fucking supercuts. Yeah. I just don't it's understand that philosophy sigil. It's a tattooing. circle with some fucking lines in it. It ain't, don't take a goddamn genius. Some people genius. can't do lines properly. It, it totally runs counter to my whole thing of tattooing, which means mm. go big, mm. cover as much surface area mm. as possible. Whereas, uh, you yeah. know, this is like, I'm just going to have, you know, Johnny Punch Clock over there just put a tattoo on my ass you, you for know, 30 bucks. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the like, versions of hell that i imagine for myself out of like the different you know hells i could go to different cantos yeah 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 is one where in in just forever i've just listened to you explain how your tattoos are different from (laughs) run-of-the-mill tribal (laughs) tattoos and you're just explaining it forever until the end of time it is different by the way i know yeah no (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't pay thirty-one dollars. Yeah. I've never for even had to hear that tramp stamp. I've never even he- had to hear that explanation, <laughs> but I know you've had it on the tip of your tongue many times, and I've avoided hearing it. So it's happened. Yeah. Just, uh, don't bring yeah. it up. Okay. Um, Good. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Joe Kelly was down here last week, and he was doing. Well, he was working at this shop called Alchemy, and I totally forgot to tell Los Angeles listeners because mm. uh, or me. Yeah, I forgot you know, to mention it to yeah, you, too. Yeah, because you said before. you. Uh, well, he's not going to do it for 30 bucks. Well, if he does it for less than 100 maybe, you know? I guess it depends on the size. He probably did cut your deal, mm. though. Yeah. And especially he didn't have that many clients. Mm. All right, next time I'll tell you. He's going to come down here every now and then. All right. 
He's branching out, trying yeah. to do like uh, SoCal as well as uh, Northern California. Yeah. But anyway, um, he was coming here. He was telling me like he did the Friday the 13th thing. And there it was like 13 bucks. And yeah. it was mostly just his flash. And he said there was a line out the door. Hmm. Just tons of people ready to get tattooed. Hmm. I thought that was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Why not? It's cheap. You know? I, don't, I, just, I just don't think cheap is why I get tattooed. You know, but hey, you whatever. do have a whole ethos about it, and I don't, I don't really understand <laughs> it. Yeah. It's a different yeah. philosophy when it yeah. comes to tattooing, hmm. but yeah. So he was down here. I mean, uh, it's like a word. Who gives a fuck? You know, I, if they I can't tattoo a fucking uh, word, they're not going to be at a parlor. You know, it's fine. It, you know, I, th- I guess it's the size of it, but I mean, mm. you, you want it done kind of right. If it's like somebody who can't do straight lines, I'd be fucking pissed. If it's somebody who can't do straight lines, they're not going to be at a parlor. Some of, of repute. Them, you never you know? know. Well, a parlor of repute. That's yeah. a good that's a good yeah. point. I mean, there's some places here in LA that only hire certain people, but I mean you can go to a place in the valley, it's like they don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, you know how to fucking tattoo. But you yeah, have your but own a, gun. A, a place in Hollywood, come on. Yeah, place you know, in most of the places in Hollywood are pretty decent. Yeah. Um he did design a tattoo. I should show it to you. Let me see. He said that uh if I wanted to get this. He'd do it for free. So maybe if you want to get this, I'll post this on the site. Some of Joe Kelly's flash. He might do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. He, yeah, he did a bunch of flash. But this one particular one, uh, you might actually like this one. It's, 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 it's definitely very detailed. I mean, he uh, went into a lot of detail with it. So let me show you. There you go. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> It is a um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> almost just knocked over my fucking microphone. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a it's it's like a penis dog. It's like a penis <laughs> animal, like a penis with legs, but human legs. Yeah, the pe- it's a, a sad, penis with human legs. Sad face dripping out semen as if it had a runny nose in cold season. But do you notice you know? its tail? Oh, its tail is a small, a penis. tiny penis. Okay. It's another penis. Yeah. And there's no details left out. I mean, the <laughs> the rumples and crumples on the ball sack and the hairs and the, the veins, as if they look like they're actually outside of the fucking thing's skin. That's a little terrifying. Um, yeah, he said he'd do it on you if, uh, okay. if, um, if you, yeah. <laughs> you want to get some Joe Kelly flash. Yeah, there you go. That's lovely. Mm. Yeah, you could probably pick up... Uh, Probably pick up some trans ladies with that. My my theory on tattoos is that I, I try to get different um, uh, different symbols, different magical symbols, because sometimes they give you ideas when you get this the demons or the spirits, and you get a sigil. They give you an idea. Hmm. Like wait, an idea. Once you get the sigil, yeah, yeah, yeah. an idea will come to you. Yeah. Like I got like this one. I got from the Lesser Key of Solomon, and like two days later, um, the demon. Uh, there was like a, there was. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to give away my idea over the fucking internet. But there was. I'd been playing this game a lot on my iPad, and in the dream I was playing it as well. But it was a different version of it. It was like it, it was like the game mixed with some other idea, and it was kind of genius. But I was just playing it matter of fact, and there was a girl at the end of the hallway, and it was she was covered in shadow because I was in a dark hallway, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Hello," and then she starts advancing unnaturally towards me down the hallway, and like I'm a like, herky jerky oh. motion. Yeah, 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 like a Japanese horror That's movie. Weird. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I was thinking about like, Oh shit! Oh! And I like fall over backwards in my chair, and then like right before the thing is about to like be on me and like tear my fucking throat out, I wake up screaming and covered in sweat, and you know, wow, yeah, huh. and, and then I'm like, wait a minute, 
if that demon hadn't scared the fucking shit out of me, I never would have remembered this dream and this idea for that app that I got. That's true. Yeah. That is a good idea. And one what, what thing about those is at least you research it and you know the meaning of it. Right. A lot of people get all these like al- alchemy symbols or mm. these uh, occult symbols, have mm. no idea what it means. Right, yeah. So what happens if like, you know, the demons come eventually like it's like the apocalypse they come down they're like oh i want to find everybody who has that symbol so i can anally rape you to death yeah Yeah. like you know i mean well you know so you have no idea what it means i did i did did a lot of research you know and 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 the (laughs) soul the thing that i found is that people were like you shouldn't tattoo these sigils they're for controlling demons you shouldn't tattoo them it's probably not a good idea and I'm like, ah, I don't believe in stuff. It's fine. Just get I all did, of the sigils. But so you I control still, all the demons. I still looked into it. I still looked into it. And I even people, this particular demon, Aerobus, I saw accounts on the internet of people who, quote, summoned it and what it was like. Was it like Richard Simmons coming up here yeah, and getting like, you in shape? It was, it, was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Richard Simmons on a tandem bicycle. So it's Richard with, Simmons with, with that, horns. With that, with that dick animal. With legs, you know, <laughs> riding on the bicycle together. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, well, next time he comes down, I'll, have to, I'll tell you about it and I'll tell the listeners. All right. And people can get tattooed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I learned something this week, which, which is weird because, I mean, obviously I learn things. It's not like I know everything. I'm not omnipotent. I wouldn't even say I am. Or omniscient. I'm not, <laughs> I wouldn't even say I'm omniscient. I see, I didn't no. even know that. I said omnipotent instead of omniscient. But, I think Tom Sizemore is omnipotent. He probably he's always is. potent. He's always he's, ready he's to go. Always potent. He's always hard as a fucking <laughs> as concrete. No, I learned something this week, and about like a sex move that I'd never even heard of. Mm. Never even thought it was possible. Okay, and it's a sex move I could do on myself, which even made it that much more unsettling that I didn't even know about this. Sure. So I was reading an article. Um, it, it was actually reading about in Vice, but then uh, it leads you to this other magazine called. It's a groundbreaking zine called. Fucking trans women, FTW. Yeah, you ever heard of them? No. Well, you bought a couple of trans women. I have, yes, I have. So I wonder if you've heard of this technique. Have you ever heard of muffing? No, I have not. Muffing. No. So just hearing no. the term muffing, muff said, you know, yeah. let me stop you right there. All right, come on. <laughs> um, you know, this Ryan Keeley's podcast, Muff said. Is it really? It was. Oh. Which she used to do a few years oh. ago. Oh, okay. Muff said. I always I thought it was a good name. Hmm. But when you hear muffing. You think like muff diving or muff, which right. is, you know, like uh, oral sex on a woman. Like, I'm uh, all out of muff. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. This is going to totally just mm. like invert everything you ever knew about muffing. Mm. Like, it's going to totally blow your mind because this is not what I always pictured muffing or the act of muffing to be. Right. Has nothing to do with vaginas. Hmm. Yeah. Instead, it's a sex act in which the inguinal canals... The body cavities where testes descend from are <laughs> penetrated. Uh huh. How weird is that? Yeah. Uh, wait. The the. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know these things existed. Didn't even. I never heard about canals. It. I don't know. I'm probably not yeah. saying it right. Inguinal mm. canals. Inguinal. Yeah. They're like. So you know how like it's that sounds like something a French chef would describe to you, like a French waiter at a restaurant was like, and then they take the inguinal canals and they they slightly sauté them in their own juices and yeah, then like they some put kind of in oyster. The scallop, the scallop <laughs> goes in in between the inguinal canals, you know. Kind of you know I mean, it kind of is like that though. Yeah. It's like uh, so the inguinal canal apparently when you get into cold water and your mm. testes like kind of shrink up, mm. you know, how, like your nutsack gets small. It's because they're retracting. 
inside those canals. I've done that accidentally before. But just like push accidentally push my, one of my testicles up there. I was Why? like trying to put a cock ring tucking? on. I was trying oh. to put a cock ring on, and it just <laughs> you know you got to. <laughs> How'd you get it out? Yeah, um, your kegels. You just kind of move it around and it comes out. You <laughs> shake know? a little it's bit. A, yeah. <laughs> I just want to shake, shake. Wait shake. a second. Were you putting my your testicle, cock? Were what? you putting your cock ring like your balls through the cock ring too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you do? Yeah, that is what you do. Usually. I thought you just put it on your dick. No. Wait, wait. You shove your balls and your dick through the cock ring. Mm-hmm. One at a time. You know, it depends on what the cock ring's made of. If it's metal, then you're in for... Yeah, I was about to say, how do you do that with yeah. a metal cock ring? There's, uh, there's a, I think there's a rhyming uh, uh, saying a rhyming they made couplet? to help you do it. Yeah, like, you know, if the cock ring's metal, then put the pedal to the metal. But if it's rubber... Ain't no flubber. I, you, I, okay, I just made that up. But, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, who told you this? <laughs> Whoever told you this probably uh, slipped you what some What else rides with rubber? Something. I don't know. You know uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby was saying it while you were passing out. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so. It is flubber. If it's rubber, obviously it's flexible, so it's easier to you know do that. If it's metal, you got to like put do one at a time and kind of, you know, it's like a puzzle. It's like one of those puzzles where you got to move. You know, they move those sliding Through tiles the one around. thing. It's like you yeah. Tetris that thing in there. Yeah. So, okay, I'm just going to admit right now. Up. Let me tell you, you can fuck up. You yeah, can put that's one what up I'm saying. There. You can, ooh, girl, damn. I mean, I'll just yeah. say right now, my my experience with cock rings is limited. <laughs> Very limited. But I always thought you just put it on the shaft of your dick. That's why it's called a cock ring, not a cock and ball ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as catchy. Yeah, but, but I mean, is that am I have I been doing it wrong when I when the three times I've ever tried to use a cock ring? Yeah, you put your balls through. I it. think there are some that are that are done the way you're speaking of. Um, I, but I, you know, I wish I had my brother. I, I, I'm on speed sure. Dial. I'm sure in the past you've looked at cock rings and and been like, damn, people's dicks are big, right? I, I guess I never really. Yeah, I okay. mean, I never thought about yeah. it. I never but really, then you learn that's why because it goes around the whole business. Because it's going around the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it cut off circulation to the whole thing? Well, that you got to be careful. You know, it's a, it's a game, right? God, this is weird. Yeah. So it's almost like it, like I a, mean, the you're thing like is, using it like a tourniquet. Yeah, it's like you get hard and you fucking just stay the fuck hard is what happens, and you stay real hard. That's why it's like that. That's why they do that. Wow, that's strange. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I wish I had my brother on speed dial. I'd be yeah. like, dude, is this what you're supposed to do with the cock ring? Stick your balls through it too? And again, I could be wrong. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna find a, this out. You know, when you're in yeah. a dark motel room with a bunch of freaks, you don't know what's going on. If he wasn't you know, working right now, I'd ask him. Proper way to do things? Who knows? Well, so okay, so you're in the act of yeah. tetrising your nuts and your <laughs> dick into like a fucking ring, and one of them just slipped up into the inguinal <laughs> canal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you, were you just like, holy shit, where'd it go? Yeah, I freaked out. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know. And I don't remember freaking up, freaking out that much t- since the last time I remember freaking that, out that much about my testicles, leaving aside times when they got hit, is when they first descended when I was a kid. And I was like, what are they? I thought they were slugs. The dissension. I thought they were slugs. <laughs> I honestly thought they were like, like, you know, the slugs, the snails, those animals. Um, I don't even think I knew body. they descended. I think they were just like all of a sudden. I'm like, oh wow, I got a nutsack now. I didn't know what nuts were. I didn't know what these things. You know, I didn't know. Who was going to teach me? Wait, you, you know? never took like sex ed in class? How I was a you? kid when they yeah, descend. You, when they yeah, descend. but what are you like? Fucking like ten? Aren't you're they? Like, 
you're no, like I thought five. you're older. No, you're young, man. Oh, okay. Maybe, uh, maybe that's like when you start that getting shit happening. But they descend long before that, you know. Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't know about that. For the love of God. Um, <laughs> what did you uh, ask your mom? We just like, hey, uh, yeah. I'm like, are I these... got these slugs down here. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I think these are slugs, and she's like. <laughs> You're fucking fine. Don't worry about it. You know, that's but the thing. Mom, it's supposed to happen. They're not slugs. It's just the body thing. We leave me alone. You know? My mom loved having so, these discussions mm. with me and my sister. My mm. my brother wouldn't listen mm. to him. My brother would just leave. Mm. But uh, me and my sister were just like, all right. Yeah. Well, we're so young. We mm. didn't know. And remember those books, like what's happening to me and where yeah. did I come from? Yeah. And they were like these kind of like ant, like cartoon characters. Why was I adopted? That was the one I had. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I had. That's a really sad. That's a tearjerker. It's real sad. sad book, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, There's so a stork I, I knew on the about cover. nuts. Just <laughs> you getting shoved into a mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> dropped off at a fire station. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the story, muffing here, muffing. I never knew you could do this. And I'm a little nervous about talking about it here on the show because we got a lot of, you know, we're very influential, mm. a lot of listeners. And now I'm thinking as soon as they, like, as soon as we explain how to do it, they're going to be, like, taking their headphones off, dropping their iPod, and just shoving their fingers up their inguinal canals. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah. I have su- plans tonight, so not tonight, but maybe tomorrow, you know. I'm surprised that, uh, you know, th- I mean, muffing is the way you finger a trans woman. I'm surprised hmm. any trans woman that you've been with wouldn't tell you how to do it. No, it's no never maybe, come up. maybe they it's did. They just up. didn't use the term muffing. Hmm. So the the term was first used in uh, the magazine "Fucking Trans Women" by uh, a that woman. That seems like a delicate operation, though. The fingering of it, yeah. You know, I don't know. And I'm an idiot, so I mean, I wouldn't blame them if they did. I'm, I'm not going to do it because it yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. reading about it, and I kind of had that like that like sinking feeling in my stomach where I'm just like not, not that I'm like grossed out by trans women I'm not mm. grossed out by trans women it's just the sticking things into orifices that I didn't even know existed that's Al- what freaks me out also monkeying around where the testicles are where you might accidentally squeeze one yeah. that's that, that that makes me a little, a little squeamish it makes me it makes it me just, a little squeamish it makes me think about getting kicked in the nuts yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of pain Ooh. makes me squeamish yeah so uh, Mira Bellwether um, she's the one name. who started the magazine fucking trans women uh, she was talking about, in my own sex life, it's something of a revelation. She hmm. said she can be penetrated in a way that's you know unique to... It's a way to be penetrated that's a way that's unique to trans women's bodies. It makes me feel f- proud of my body's differences. Hmm. However, muffing isn't unique to trans women. Hmm. Um, men, they actually have a term called AMAB, A-M-A-B, assigned male at birth. I never, hmm. never heard that. Okay. But uh, men with penises have enjoyed fingering their canals regardless of their gender identities for quite some time now. Who the... I never, ever would have thought about doing this. No, I Fingering didn't your canals. No. Who would have known you, you could even hmm. do this? <laughs> um, it's, it's weird. Uh, Mira Bellwether says that just because what's in my crotch looks like a penis, mm. it doesn't necessarily mean that it works like a penis. Right. Now, is she implying that because they take hormones, right? Yeah. So do you lose like the power to get hard or is your dick just not as pleasurable or what? You don't lose the power to get hard, but you might, that might be a side effect. I don't know. But it, it, those, I could tell you that those hormones have radical changes on the body. Does it shrink? Does it cause some shrinkage to the dick? It might, it might. Because you might notice like some of you, like before and after, have you ever seen before and after? Like it literally makes your facial features more feminine. You know, so it kind of softens. Yeah, your, yeah, the, it really like does. The angles of your face. It does. Yeah. And do you stop growing facial hair? Which yeah. Is in breasts. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Breasts grow. Sometimes it, you know they just grow. 
uh, from the hormones. It's, it's, scientifically, it's amazing. You know. Um. So yeah. So she. Uh, so she, so she's saying it's just one of the many sex acts that stands apart from the rest because it involves penetrating orifices that most people don't know exist. Hmm. So first, you need to understand the anatomy involved. Where no man at, has gone before. I had to look at a picture. Right. I had to look at a picture because I didn't mm. even know. Mm. So on either side of your nutsack, right above the nutsack, mm. are the inguinal canals. She describes, Bellwether describes the act as being finger fucked mm. in one or both of my canals. She puts, these, she, she puts it as the twin pockets that are situated in the groin above and behind the testicles and scrotum. Hmm. So there's two like flesh covered canals hmm. right above your testicles. And that's where the balls retract when you're cold. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, sumo wrestlers actually do it too. Hmm. Like before they're about to wrestle, they like will just reach in and just shove it up. It's kinda like a trans woman hmm. do it when they tuck. Yeah, and you could kind of push it back out, you know? You can. You could just push reach above it, behind it, just push, and just kinda pull them out. Push it back out, yeah. Well, generally speaking, the, the canals are the, are the canals that the testicles actually descend from. Mm. So the same pathways that the balls get sucked back into when you jump into a pool of cold water. Right. Um, and when you get fucking an erection, dude. You do know? your balls? Your they balls? Do. You might notice that they're like gone, kind of, when you get real, real hard. I guess I don't yeah, know. Well, do. I don't have a fucking cock ring wrapped around they my nuts. They go away. That's why, you know. Well, yours probably go away because you got a cock ring. Like, <laughs> I don't always have a cock ring. <laughs> I don't always have a cock ring dot com. Okay. That's Harrison's manifesto. Yeah. I don't always have a cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bellwether refers to these canals of her body, these parts here, as her cunts. And she uses hmm. that chill term interchangeably with a medical name. So most instructions floating around out there recommend pushing aside your testicles and searching for two separate canal openings somewhere behind the scrotum on either side of your penis. Hmm. These are small yet soft holes. They're only about three inches deep. Hmm. They tend to be the width of a pinky finger, hmm. though they can be stretched further over time from frequent play, like hmm. gauging your ears. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like so trans, trans people, people tuck them, uh, and that's, that's why they're used to doing this. But apparently, like, so if you ask, like, well, why would you do this? Mm. Well, I guess it's like there's nerves in there. Mm. So running through the inguinal canal is the ilioinguinal nerve, the eye nerve, which happens to be in close proximity to the genetofemoral nerve, mm. the G nerve. So therefore, giving some sweet love into the eye nerve can in turn also stimulate the G nerve, producing very pleasurable and arousing sensations in your lower body. The male G spot? Yeah. Oh. The G nerve. Huh. I never even knew there was one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess people say prostate stimulation. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to stimulate your, mm. uh, what's that, your gen genitofemoral nerve. Right. Your G nerve. But mm. apparently this, hmm. by stimulating the I nerve, you stimulate the G nerve. Hmm. So now we're going to have a bunch of people just like shoving up their fingers in there. Be careful, you know. <laughs> you just be careful, you know. Cut your fingernails first. Whatever. That's that's the thing. So initially, yeah. I mean, it's the same diam diameter as a finger, but you mm. got to start slowly with that. Don't just mm. start mm. shoving pencils up there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you're going to hurt something. Please. But apparently, they they contacted a doctor in this article, a urologist mm. who specializes in gender confirmation surgeries, and he said muffing is both safe and quite pleasurable. 
Um, he said he's never seen a trans girl or a cis, cisgender guy come in with a muffing injury. Okay. So he says, yeah, because I don't think anyone has to take any safety course before going to a muffing party. Who said this? Who's... This urologist. Oh. This doctor that they interviewed. Well, he's a specialist. You know what I mean? You, you don't go to see a specialist. With, you go to the ER. Well, what I don't know? understand is this, <laughs> I mean... this trans lady here who wrote the book here or who uh, published the magazine, fucking trans woman, she said that's how she masturbates. So is she just sitting there just like shoving her fingers up these holes like back and forth? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. God, that's bizarre. Mm. And if you look at the picture, it looks like you're like mm. putting your finger right in there, but your fingers should be wrapped in mm. flesh. Right. So well, have, like, you, have you ever ejaculated through prostate stimulation? I've never done that. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird scene because it's, it's almost like just going around like the whole, you know, front of the thing, the penis. You so know, wait, go, you don't even like, have to wank? You just yeah. stick something in there and you'll just ejaculate. Yeah. Shoot out if, if, if it's pushed right and done, yeah. God, that's bizarre. It is strange. Is that like uh, is that from like having a strap on and that you stimulate? Is that so? That's yeah, the, G, with a, the G spot for men. Actually, it could be done easier with a finger than a strap on. Hmm. Yeah. So it's funny. I'm talking about this, and Harrison looks like he just got a new video game. Like he's just <laughs> like, wow, inguinal canal, eye nerve. Hmm. There was a girl. <laughs> there was a girl I know who's a friend of mine who wants. She wants. You know. The, stimulated my prostate right she like put on a fucking rubber glove and just went to town you know just like fisting or just no, shoving just fingers finger, up there oh, fingers, okay. you know i like how and she put on a rubber glove she like did a yeah she's she's a nerve uh, uh germ conscious you know well you know in yeah. her defense there is feces in there right so yeah i know we've had this argument <laughs> the other way around with the eating ass thing anyway yeah, same thing yeah so um she was telling me afterwards i was like wow was you know weird and she was telling me she was telling me about this other guy she did it with and um she i forget how it started how she did it for him but she said that after she did it and he came that way he started crying and 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 being like am i gay does this mean i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like you're a fucking idiot you know. Wait, it's so funny. That guy's so insecure in his sexual identity. Yeah. That he thinks a girl putting her finger up his asshole makes him gay. Yeah. Was he a young guy? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's... Yeah, probably like in his late 20s or something, you know? Wow. Mm. God. Wow. I'm sure Harvey Weinstein's been there. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Yeah. When, when one of these, like... Actresses come forward and be like, "Well, I had to stimulate Harvey Weinstein's prostate." All the other ones are gonna be like, "Oh my god, I am yeah. so sorry!" Like Jesus Oof. Christ, you know, mm. what role did you get, Angelina mm. Jolie? Mm. It's like that's how she became a star or something. God, I couldn't even imagine. So yeah, so anyway, there you go, people. There's a new move out there. It's called muffing. Mm. I had never heard of it. I don't think I'm gonna do it because it freaks me out. Are you gonna actually try it? I probably will try it. <laughs> I'm going to post Why a picture not, you know? of the anatomy mm. so you can mm. see, mm. you know, what you do here. It's almost like having, uh, have you seen people put on like those little finger condoms? Um, it's like a like no, plastic on your fingers. Mm. Know, Remember those little rubber monsters you could put on the end of your fingers yeah. and they had little arms and they're like, it's, ah. it's, that, it's like that. It's okay. like shoving your scrotum okay. skin becomes like the rubber monsters mm. up there. <laughs> it's just weird to think that you could finger fuck mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to process this knowledge that I have now. Yeah, yeah. It's really strange. It is, you know. It's, it's, you know, I almost, if I, we should have had my brother on this. I might call my brother yeah. and tape it and put this out on like uh, maybe the next show or something where he can explain 
Um, I wonder if my brother knows about this act. He probably does. He probably does. Yeah, if he, he does. didn't, I'd be shocked. I'm sure he's going to be like, oh, muffing. Yeah. <laughs> Elementary. That's like basic level yeah. sex. With yeah, his, who knows? With his pipe. <laughs> yeah. fire. Just with his pipe. He's yeah. like, oh, let me tell you about the wonderful world of muffing. <laughs> anyway, people, if you're going to muff, just be careful and don't mm. say you heard it from this podcast, all right? That's right. I don't want to get blamed for someone's <laughs> genital injuries. <laughs> Be careful while muffing. It wouldn't be the first time. No. Mm. Uh, People's episode 605 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have news coming up next. Uh, we have some phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here uh, has to do with the uh, the whole Harvey Weinstein case, which is really blowing up this week. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last week, and this week there's been like uh, Ronan Farrow wrote that article in the New Yorker that came out, blew up, and now it's like it's almost. I, I've seen a lot of uh, right wing people saying that there's a witch hunt for every male actor mm-hmm. and and male executive that's ever engaged in any kind of sexual assault or what mm. they're considering to be sexual assault but there have been a lot of uh, actors that have come forward like uh, Jason Momoa did you hear about that? The thing where he said something at a yeah, he just he, said something on a panel he made a really stupid joke yeah, really at a Comic Con yeah, 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 panel yeah. in like yeah. 2011 yeah. I think right when Game of Thrones started someone asked him like mm. how do you like working on a fantasy series? He's like ah, you know it's kind of mm. cool I can mm. like rip someone's head off or rape beautiful women and right. like and when he said that mm. a lot of people were laughing right like a huge uproar from the crowd well i mean it is a show that has like a, one rape per episode right something like that almost yeah. yeah so but i wonder if like saying it now you probably he probably would not go there now no and this was like and you know it six probably years ago. if he had a minute to think about it he wouldn't have said it you know what i mean well you know it's uh what's her name amelia clark and a few of the other yeah. uh, women who are on the cast were all yeah. like just head in hand like come on yeah, just yeah, groaning yeah yeah, yeah. and then that, I, and i guess afterwards he did apologize mm. and he's since then he's apologized mm. for it but now it's coming up again mm. they're bringing that back again um peeling Get, the fucking guess who's guess who's behind open. that coming coming back up again disney Oh, Disney, you think? Going He's in Justice League, Warner Brothers, right? Uh, I didn't even think yeah, about that. He's Aquaman, right? He's Aquaman, man. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Raping fish. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck, apparently Ben Affleck, yeah. when he was uh, like a full-blown alcoholic, he mm. groped a lot. Mm. Yeah, he was like, he was very gropey. Yeah. And so now that's coming up when people are talking about that. He groped the chick from One Tree Hill. Did he? Yeah. Groped her, yeah. So I will never forgive him for it. And that's the thing. We're going to find out. Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot more, many more revelations soon mm. about some other people who have been doing some groping. I want to hear pe- about people like, like Danny DeVito or Gilbert Gottfried or something. Right. Do you imagine? <laughs> yeah, uh, awful, awful shit. <laughs> Fate worse yeah. than death. Yeah. To get, like, and mm. Gilbert Gottfried doing it in his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Give me that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, that would just, yeah, that'd be terrible. Uh, anyway, one story that's come up now, though, or came out this week that I found particularly fascinating is Terry Crews mm. opens up about being sexually assaulted by a Hollywood executive. Mm. So, I mean, obviously more women have been in this position than men. Mm. However, some men have also had to deal with this. Uh, James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek. Okay. He got groped by Ben Affleck. I'm, I'm lying. Okay. I mean, he got groped by... But well, he, well, wow, he's, ben Affleck <laughs> is just hitting all the CW TV shows and he's groping. God damn, he doesn't discriminate. He just wants to do it. Wait till uh, right. Affleck finds out about that show Riverdale. Yeah, Jesus oh, those Christ. Those guys are fucked. Yeah. Um, fucking Jughead. Mm. He's get his inguinal canals muffed. Hey, Jughead, come here. <laughs> it's time for some muffin. Mm. Um, I bet you he's muffed a few people before. Yeah. Did you think so? Anyway, Terry Crews opens up about being sexually assaulted by a Hollywood executive. Uh, he took to Twitter this past week to share his story of sexual assault in light of the decades of allegations against Weinstein. Because what better medium is there to, to, is to in Twitter. lay out a story of sexual assault than one that limits you to fucking 140 characters? Yeah, but these guys do it, which I've never done this, but it's a mm. good idea. It's like you start telling your stories in multiple tweets, like a series of tweets. I hate that because then they're backwards. Yeah, it's like, and then you got to like go back to the beginning <sighs> and figure it out. I don't like no. that, man. I don't like it. Got to work for it. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein is giving me PTSD, tweeted Terry Crews. He goes, mm. why? Because this kind of thing happened to me. Um, if people don't know who, who Terry Crews is, he's on the show Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nine. He was in uh, the film White Chicks. Remember mm. that? Yeah. White chicks, fine, fine piece of cinema. Yeah, he was in fucking Expendables. Uh, what what is it called? The one, the one, uh, Idiocracy. Oh yeah, he was yeah. Uh, the uh, Camacho. Yeah, yeah, the president. Yeah, he was in Arrest Development. As oh well. yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of a lot, stuff. Lot of he's, but he's like a six foot four, like two hundred fifty pound black dude. He's a big guy. You know, you wouldn't think about that dude getting groped. But anyway, he was talking about how uh, there's an incident last year. He went to an industry function, big party. And a high-level Hollywood executive came over to him and just groped his privates, just mm. grabbed his dick and balls right in front of his wife. <sighs> yeah. He said he jumped back, and he was like, what are you doing? And he said, my wife saw everything, and we looked mm. at him like he was crazy. He just grinned like a jerk. So this guy goes up to Terry Crews. Mm. This is like a full-on power move. Yeah, yeah, it is. Goes up to Terry Crews, you know, this older Hollywood executive, probably Jewish. Hold on conjecturing here <laughs> but uh, he goes up to him this Woody Allen looking guy mm. <laughs> goes up to him grabs his nuts mm. grabs his bollocks right in front of his wife and uh, so Terry Crews was like I was going to kick his ass right then because mm. I was about to because I was angry but then he thought twice about the whole thing he goes how would this appear 240 pound black man stomps out Hollywood honcho that's going to be the headline yeah, the next day right yeah yeah only I probably wouldn't have been able to read it because I would have been in jail because then they would have called the cops because yeah. this black, huge black guy is attacking yeah. this Hollywood executive. Mm. He says, so we left. That night and the next day, I talked to everyone I knew that worked with him about what happened. And the executive called him the next day with an apology, mm. but never really explained about why he did it in the first place. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know. Well, there's a, there's a thing that um, uh, Eldridge Cleaver talks about in that uh, there's different, like, the old racial archetypes that exist. And it goes back to the way things were, you know, in the antebellum South, right? And the black man was expected to be a super masculine menial, 
meaning like a very uh, athletic, you know, like muscly, a, yeah, like farm-working that. person that's also hypersexual, you know, and that the a lot of the the idea of like the uh, the, the mandingo, the, right? Yeah, and yeah. The, the weird cuckolding, like the weird, like I'm I'm just the. I'm just the, I just run this pet plantation and read my books here in the library and I want to get the old slave to fuck my wife kind of thing. I forget what they call him. There's, he has like terms but for each There's of these. a cuckold, but yeah. that's a fetish that it's a, a lot of these guys have. It developed into a fetish, but it's, a, it's like a thing. Um, and, and, you know, an old Jewish executive sees this, you know, large, and it's like a, it's a power move. It's a power dynamic. It's a power dynamic. Yeah. And it harkens back to these old roles that were that people had forced on them really uh well, well black kind people, of at least but at the same time it's it's akin to what weinstein does mm. you know or what donald trump does right when he grabs a girl by the pussy or starts making out with her or, or weinstein, where you won't let go of your fucking hand yeah you it's, know? it's the it's same, the same thing. Shit. It's just this power move because mm. it's like it's like i'm so powerful shit. yeah what are you gonna do yeah. to me it's like that's what you do like if you're a chimpanzee you're gonna grab somebody else's balls you know, and yeah. it's like a power move or something, you know? Yeah, it's very it's primal. Yeah. It's what it comes down to, like, mm. dominant alpha male behavior, mm. you know? Yeah. So, uh, Terry Crews says, I decided not to take it further because I didn't want to be ostracized. Mm. And that's when a lot of people are coming out saying, like, why would these actresses say something? Mm. Why, why are they saying it now? Like, why didn't they say something t- 20 years ago? Because they wanted to be a famous actress, and this guy was going to, mm. you know, king them and change their life. You know, and so they didn't speak up about this. Mm. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, look at Terry Crews, 240-pound dude, mm. getting his balls grabbed. He didn't do anything because he didn't want to be ostracized. Right. Which is par for the course when the predator has power and influence. He let it go. And he understands why many women are in the same boat. Let this go. Sure. Because who's going to believe you? Yeah. Not many people. What are the repercussions? Mm. A lot. I mean, do you ever work again? Mm. No. Are you prepared to be ostracized? Probably no, because you love what you do. Mm. Could you even bring a case against this guy? How many? How much? What type of lawyer could you afford versus yeah. what type of lawyer could Harvey Weinstein afford? Right. You know, and he says the shame and the height of disappointment when someone tries to take advantage of that. And uh, you know, this guy, this executive, knows who he is. But sometimes you have to wait and compare notes with others who've been victimized in order to gain a position of strength, which mm. is why a lot of these women now are coming forward about it. Right. But it was interesting the other day. Well, it's kind of funny, actually. I was, which just isn't a funny thing to yeah. laugh about, you know. This, um, but I was dri- driving back from work with uh, this guy I work with, Danny, and uh, my girlfriend, and we were discussing this whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Mm. And Danny's an English guy, and he was like sitting in the back, like, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why don't these chicks, as soon as he pulls out his gross old flaccid dick mm. why don't they just go in and just ripping his fucking nuts off mm. i don't get it instead they're like you know waiting 20 years and coming forward mm. about it it's like why don't you just rip their fucking nuts off yeah. and my girlfriend's like that's not how it works mm. you know that mm. like this guy harvey weinstein's a big dude you know he's mm. like a big 200 pound guy mm. you're like a hundred pound actress yeah yeah yeah. you know it's like and this guy corners you it's like the first thing mm. you're not gonna do it and then he's like you know if the first girl would have ripped his nuts off and mm. they just started going at it yeah. and i was just sitting there like dude you are just digging your grave here yeah, you should probably yeah. just shut the fuck up because it's a losing battle yeah. <laughs> and she was like explained to him how flawed his logic was right yeah and then he's like why are you getting mad at me 
And I was looking at him like, dude, <laughs> just keep pouring salt on that open wound. Let's, let's see how this turns out. But yeah, so I mean, if you think about that, Terry Crews coming over and, uh, you know, explaining like, I didn't say anything either because he felt like he couldn't. Right. And I think that's what happened to a lot of these women, you know. Um, and he says he, he chose, he understands and empathizes with those who remain silent. And he said, uh, Harvey Weinstein is not the only perpetrator. And Hollywood's not the only business where this happens. And to the casualties of this behavior, you know, you're not alone. So hopefully him coming forward and saying about this makes other people feel less helpless. Well, you know, whenever I meet a, a muscly man out in the world, I always grab his testicles just to find out if he's been using steroids or not. Ooh. And if it. he is, I report him to the League of Baseball or Football Commission. That's a good if idea. That's a, if yeah. that's a thing, I don't know. I just yeah. So uh, <laughs> the League of Baseball Commission, extraordinary uh, gentlemen who play <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Dude, you're a big sports fan. Yeah. <laughs> that cock ring is uh, too tight. It's affecting your cognitive abilities. <laughs> oh, anyway, Jesus. I gotta say though, you gotta have your fucking balls in a wheelbarrow to go up and grab fucking. Terry Crews is nuts. It's like that. That's like the if, of all the nuts that I would ever conceive of grabbing, his would probably be like at the very bottom of the list. I don't think I'd go there. No. Nope. Anyway, uh, what do you have here for the second story? Well, so uh, an angler for the, for those not in the know, that's a fisherman, an angler, an, an angler, yeah, uh, who nearly died, or that's someone when they when they're muffing you, they do it at an angle. Oh, that's okay. An so they, <laughs> yeah. That's advanced uh, muffin. It's an advanced technique. An angler who nearly died when a whole Dover sole jumped down his throat has described how he was trying to kiss it when it flew out of his hand like a bar of soap. So wait a second now. Is this guy like kind of doing a video, like a sort of Instagram story? Or is he like has a fish fetish? Like he's trying to make out with a fish. Well, uh, apparently he said he was inspired by Rex Hunt, an Australian TV fisherman who often plants a kiss on his catches. What the fuck is wrong with Australians? Well, seriously, I think about fucking what, what mm. crocodile hunter guy. Mm. Was it Irwin? Steve Irv Irwin. Shoving his fingers up animals' assholes <laughs> left and right, being like, oh, look at that croc, yeah. grabbing the yeah. croc and molesting uh. him, diddling him. What, why is this guy making out with fish when he catches it? Apparently, it's also something of a thing among fishermen, especially if you have to throw it back because it was a small fish and you had to throw it back. Because All I fishermen or just Australian fishermen? Well, this was in England. Oh, okay. It? Well, no, I think this guy is yeah. trying to be like this. He's trying Aussie to be fisherman. like the Aussie fisherman, yeah. But I don't know, superstition, uh, superstition. Fishing is an old profession. There's a lot of superstitions that go with it, you know? Kiss your fish when you catch one, and is that a you know, is that a thing that fishermen have been doing since like fishing started? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of that. You know, rub a clam on your dick. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of old superstitions you're supposed to abide by. Okay? Do you do it just like a little planet kiss, or is there tongue involved? I don't think there's tongue involved. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't trust these fish. I look at them. No, nah, they like have the fucking they teeth. They bite yeah. your fucking. They bite your most lips of them, off. Most of them don't have te teeth. Most of them don't have teeth. But you ask me if some you, of them do, and I'm not gonna, you know, plan on which one. If you, you ask know? me, yeah. when you're drinking like six or seven Fosters because they're huge cans, you probably think that fish is a woman. That's true, and that's yeah. probably what's happening. That's how they used to they used to fuck manatees because they thought they were mermaids, <laughs> yeah. fat chicks. Yeah, that's yeah. what they thought. Uh, Sam Quilliam, 28, 
has just caught the 14-centimeter fish when it took exception to his amorous advances and leapt down his windpipe, causing a complete blockage. <laughs> Can you imagine? What a goddamn nightmare. You How know? big's the fish? Like, if it, like six inches across? Like a... Does it say? 14 centimeters long. I, yeah, I yeah. don't even know how that big is. <laughs> it's like this big, right? Well, that's it's, a it's tiny thing. It's like 10 yeah. inches or something. It was, wasn't big enough to keep. They were going to throw it back. And it just jumped but, into his throat. Yeah, they're slippery. I don't know why you think you can hold a fish and have it not go all <laughs> I, over the I don't goddamn even know. place. You know? It's idiotic. Plus, they got... Some of them... I, I mean, I used to work on a fishing boat. Some of them got, like, fucking spiny things sticking out of them. It's not good. Yeah. No, know? I mean, you don't make yeah. out with fish. It's not a good time. Uh, he collapsed and went into cardiac arrest as his terrified friends dialed 999 before performing CPR. Mr. Quilliam wow. <laughs> had decided to give the fish a quick kiss before throwing it back into the water as it was too small to keep, as I said. Okay, yeah. so this might be a tradition. Yeah. All right. So which one of his friends were like, I don't want to have to do CPR on this? Because you're doing CPR. What if yeah. the fish goes into your mouth? You just keep passing it back and forth. That's a problem. I mean, I think one was doing chest compressions and the other one was doing the breath. Although I don't know why they were so doing So I breath. would be like the guy, the fish jumps back into my mouth. Now I'm choking on the yeah. fish. Yeah. Well, Sounds like you could probably get herpes keep, that way. But you can. Yeah. Fish transmitted <laughs> herpes. Yeah. Trust me, guys. Harrison knows yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the the listener who sent this to me, Todd, is uh, like, he's like, a guy was deep throating a fish. You know, he sent it to me on Facebook, and I for a second I thought like he was fucking a fish, and the fish was deep. I misread it as the fish was deep throating him, and then something horrible happened. I mean, I, I could kind of see yeah. that. Have you ever seen the videos? I guarantee people post this to the mm -hmm. Facebook page, and I know I've seen it in the old sick and wrong forum. Just these like hillbillies in the mm -hmm. deep south, just taking a catfish and just sticking their dick in it fucking well, catfish, catfish have teeth or do they not have teeth i have no idea these yeah. rednecks will stick their dick into anything oh my god yeah. why would you do that you don't know what kind of suction they have these creatures well you I mean, don't know flashlights are expensive hey i guess so yeah That's i ain't rich the poor man's flashlight <laughs> <laughs> i just walk catfish. on down to the creek and grab me one of them catfish <laughs> at least i get to look it in the fucking eyes Unlike you and your fancy metropolitan, cosmopolitan fleshlight. Your Obama fleshlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I squeezed it and like a bar of soap, it jumped out of my hand and into my mouth. I don't even think I'm going to use bars of soap anymore. Uh, I got It got out of my hands and into my mouth and basically swam straight down my throat. Of course, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably air, wiggling it's like, and it's, oh, it's like, wet it's freaking out. Yeah, there. let me just. Whoop. Well, couldn't it fall into his stomach and he just like basically just did a fish shot? Or is it yeah, where to get I lodged? Think it got lodged. Oh, it got lodged. Yeah, I ran around the pier like a headless chicken and then passed out. It was terrifying, from what I remember. So yeah, I don't yeah. think the Heimlich would yeah. really work in this situation. Yeah, and this is uh, he stopped breathing for three minutes. Whoa. Well, yeah. When paramedics arrived, they used a laryngoscope to fully extend his mouth and throat and then managed to grab hold of the fish's tail with forceps. And these are, and granted, this is England, wow. so paramedics are probably actually like paid well or something, I would imagine. And you, here, paramedics get like $12 an yeah, hour. Yeah, I was about to say like you 11 or 12 bucks an $12 hour. an hour, motherfucker, pulling the fucking fish out of you? I don't think so. <laughs> um, without also permanently you know, rendering you speechless for the rest of your life. Uh, 
I'm speechless about this. Uh, yeah, so it took six attempts to pull the fish free as its barb and gills had become stuck in the angler's throat. Well, would you be nervous about that, like ripping open his esophagus? Yes, or yes, I would. Wow, yeah. That's why it's not good to have paramedics that are paid $12 an hour. Yeah, guys, but it's a know? life-saving procedure. At this yeah. point, I mean, the yeah. guy's not, he's yeah. going to die if they don't do it. Right. Yeah, because these fish, they got little spines coming out of things. They got yeah, razor-sharp fins. Yeah, 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 not good things. Um, <clears throat> so Stephen, Stephen Matt, his friends, and the paramedics did a great job to save my life, he said. I could have easily died, and I feel very lucky to be here. I feel much better now. It's like beyond winning the lottery. Me and my family are really grateful. Wow. Well, right, well. It's like beyond winning the lottery. You know, it's well, better I'm than sure winning his, the lottery. I'm sure his family yeah. don't think that because yeah. they could have got a life insurance policy, so it would have been a lot like winning the lottery. Right. Well, that time when, when I won the lottery and they're like, well, you can have $200 million or you can have us pull this fish out of your fucking <laughs> yeah, throat. We're going to shove this I fish I chose in the your second throat. thing. So he's right. You know, now that I think about it, he's absolutely right. Did he keep the fish and eat it so it went back down there? <laughs> I think if he doesn't, he's cursed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at this point, I'd be like, I would eat that fish. I'd be like, you fucker, I'm going to savor every bite. Well, there's that thing. What is that? Isn't that an old story about a talking fish and a fisherman and he grants wishes? Oh, yeah. Isn't is that the old man that? in the sea? No. <laughs> it's not the old man in the fucking sea. That's where God, <laughs> old man has a, catches a fish and a bunch of sharks eat it, and I, an, which is a symbol for something. I forget what. I thought he just fucked the fish and threw it back. Yeah, that, that's what the old man said was. <laughs> he just got fucking wasted on gin. And just fucked a catfish. And then went home and blew his head off. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about here. Um, <clears throat> or the, maybe I'm thinking of the thing where the, 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 the woman catches a frog. And, oh, that's the frog and the prince. Right. And yeah, the frog yeah, yeah. is like, well, there's also one with a fish that grants wishes. But the frog and the prince and the, and the woman... And the, Frog says to the woman, "Like, hey, if you kiss, if you kiss, if you Kesha, if you give Kesha a call, uh, if you kiss me, uh, I'll become a handsome prince, and you can marry me." And the lady's like, "I'd rather have a talking fucking frog, you know, that make more money with that shit, you know." <laughs> you totally I go would. on yeah, tour. Yeah. Why would I want? No, I'm not. I'd teach you. it how to rap. Yeah, that's real dumb. Anyway, so uh, yeah, he was ri- he was rigid, struggling to get breath. Blood was coming from his mouth. Blood. I was. Very serious, nothing comical about it, his friend said. We went from a great night catching fish from some friends to him on the floor. It's a weird thing to say, but Now they have a story, but yeah, I wonder what would happen, because I imagine like his friends thought it was really Mm. funny, he was about Mm. to kiss the fish, they're taping it with their iPhones, did they Mm. just stop it at that point? They said, since then, we've had a lot of man hugs. Ooh, a lot of man hugs. A lot of muffing. Do you think this guy will go fishing again? Um... Yeah, he does say he would. He's going to go back? Yeah, he said uh, he insisted the ordeal would not put him off fishing, and he had not ruled out kissing a fish again, which is What the fuck (laughs) is wrong with this guy? And he said, probably just a bit bigger, and not a soul. So now he's like racist against which fish he's going to kiss, you know? You know, we have the, is it Epic Farter that goes out and catches, was it eels? Eels, yeah. Do you think he kisses eels? I hope not, man. Because that, <laughs> you, that ain't you would go that, right down. You ain't pulling that out of your damn throat, I tell you. Well, that's more yeah. like dick-shaped. Yeah, so, it is more, yeah. Know, man. Good anyway. lord. Wow, okay. well, I, I mean, I guess it ended well for the guy. He uh, he lived. Yeah. 
If I was, if I were one of his friends, I'd be like, "No, nah, dude, I am not going fishing with you ever again." And you know, the paramedic, Mister Harrison, no relation, uh, said, "I must say, after seventeen years of doing this job, I'd never seen anything like it." <sighs> they always say that in every story, don't they? Yeah, they're like, like, I've done the this for the, thirty-two say the same years, thing. and I ain't never seen nothing like this. I'm just t- if I was one of this guy's friends, I'm like, mm-hmm. I am not going fishing with you, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. I used to know a girl who uh, in college, and when she would smoke, like when she smoked like sativas or whatever, it would give her a seizure that could trigger her epilepsy. Mm. And so I told her, I was like. And she still smoked weed. Yeah. And she'd come over and be like, hey, do you have any weed? And I was like, no, I'm not smoking. She'd come in our dorm room, be like, hey, do you have any weed? I'm like, no, I'm not smoking with you because I don't want to deal with you having a seizure. So same thing with this guy. It's like, his, if he goes up to his friends, like, let's go fishing, mates. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, fuck you. You're going to try to make out with a fish. Next thing you know, a near-death experience yeah. is going to unfold, mm-hmm. ruining the whole trip, killing my buzz. <laughs> All right, third story we got here. Um comes from uh it, it comes from west dallas it's a it's a story from west dallas and i gotta say it's not the first time we've discussed this method of suicide here on the podcast okay. however it's still we've a discussed very, a lot of methods of suicide yeah, yeah. there's been yeah. a lot of stories over me the alone years. i've talked about it yeah. but um this one uh in particular uh, has been done several times but i gotta say i'm always impressed by this i'm impressed by this form of suicide because a lot of times you'll, you know, someone will commit suicide in the, in their, their, the privacy of their own home. Mm. Who's going to find you? Your family. Right. Your significant other or something like this. This guy, he just commits suicide, fucking open road, right in public. Everyone's going to be horrified. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Gives everybody a story. <laughs> Man scrawls suicide note on the side of a van, then decapitates himself by tying a rope around his neck attaching it to a fire hydrant, and driving off. So there you go. That's fucking crazy, man. You're a guy who contemplates suicide yeah. with, with great frequency. Yeah, yeah, How many day. times have you ever thought of doing this? Never that. You've never thought of doing the, the old like, decapitation by car? That, that I mean, that uh, even just the writing it on the side of a van, oh, yeah. this, no, it's that, the manliest suicide I've ever heard of in my life. You know, yeah, this is a very is like, alpha male suicide yeah, really right is. here. Yeah. I mean, fuck nothing these people. Nothing beta about it. Nothing going around grabbing people's nuts at parties. This is the real, this That's is the where real it's deal. at, you know? In fact, I, I kind of hope Weinstein does this in his <laughs> fucking Jaguar or whatever the <laughs> fuck he drives. <laughs> Tesla. Um, a man commits suicide in West Dallas on Wednesday by decapitating himself in front of horrified motorists. There you go. <laughs> Gave a lot of people a story. Goes out with a bang. Uh, Hugo Rodriguez, 35 years old, tied a rope to a fire hydrant before wrapping the other end around his neck and then accelerating. Hmm. Before the horrific act, the man scribbled a message on the side of the vehicle. The first two words appear to say no code, while the second part, Codbo, could be referenced to the video game Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh. What do was you, the first you know word? Game? What was the, uh, first? the first word is, hmm. is uh, no code. And the second is C-O-D-B-O. No. Uh, I'm, I'm vaguely... I don't play the, any of the Call of Duty games, but I'm vaguely familiar with it. I'm totally confused. I, mm. I just don't get it. Mm. I don't really play video games. But uh, Call of Duty is one mm. of those... It's like a first-person shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. And is it like a military thing? Like yeah. you're doing... First-person, yeah. But do they set it in like historic 
wars like World War Two, or is it just some of them do? And then they, as they as those games progress, they started to go, go like wacky. Like each one will have a zombie version. You know, they'll okay, be like World so War Two, like... and then there's World War Two zombies. And then they started doing it, so it takes place in the future. And then they're just like Call of Duty out in fucking space in the year twenty four seventy eight. You know, but it's one of those kind of cooperative games where you play with your friends or other people online. It's, right? it's either cooperative or deathmatch, depending. Okay, you so know, you can do so, either Sometimes one. you're on a team with a bunch of motherfuckers and you're trying to kill a bunch of other motherfuckers. But it's usually, most. it's mostly an online game. It's not like people are really into the single-player single campaign on it. I remember my brother telling me that he was playing it. He got into a fight with like a 13-year-old That's on me. it. Yeah, all the time when <laughs> this I kid, But this kid was calling like a mm. cock-sucking faggot piece mm. of shit. Just yeah, like on um, and on. And my brother was like, what the mm. fuck, dude? Mm. Like he was, My brother was like shocked by it. Like the vitriol coming out of this 13-year-old. And I was thinking like, you know, my parents wouldn't have given a shit if I was playing this game at 13. Yeah. They never really monitored that. Mm. But if you had kids, God forbid, but if you had kids <laughs> and you were like walking by your son's room yeah. and you heard him like, you fucking faggot piece of shit, diet, mm. AIDS, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Would you do, like, would you say something? Yeah, I would say something. I'd love to hear that conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, son. Yeah. Shut off the Call of Duty. Let's yeah. turn it off right now. We gotta have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I would. I think yeah. I would. I would. I would go up mm. and be like, "Dude, you're not gonna fucking play that game mm. anymore. Mm. You know, you're mm. gonna read fucking no, Catcher in the Rye. I you just fuckhead. I just <laughs> that's their JD Salinger, yeah. you piece of shit. <laughs> but I just been talking about everybody's being a phony, you know, all the time. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'd be like, son, we don't call people faggots. We call them motherfuckers. That's, so you're fine with the motherfuckers. I'm fine with motherfuckers. Just, uh, you know, nothing that's against, you know, the gays. Just if you want to swear, you know, d do so in a way that doesn't offend, uh, uh, that offends everyone equally. Do so in a way that offends everyone equally. So you don't have a problem with this kid playing the violent game and swearing and saying horrible things to strangers? I'd, I'd, I'd be like, try to avoid it. <laughs> it's hard not to avoid it. I remember I got I got it's reported the most passive aggressive thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I was playing Overwatch and I got reported online by like an eleven year old who was because I was just like because we were on a team and I was like come on guys the fucking dudes over there you know because I, I swear when I talk I swear when I talk I don't mean to I'm I'm from the Northeast I grew up you know whatever and I'm like god damn it guys you can't and it wasn't even just fucking it was if I said god damn it this kid's like I'm gonna report you I'm a doob -a doob -a doo I'm reporting you and I'm like dude how how many times a day do you get fucking beaten the fuck down by other kids and he's like well I go to a special school where that doesn't happen and I'm like okay alright I quit Here's another reason why I'd stop my kid from playing games. Yeah. I'm like, you're on a team with a recovering heroin addict that's, that's using language you, sh you shouldn't even know about. You're not going to be on any teams with some 40-year-old recovering heroin addict, all right? Read some J.D. Salinger, you fucking pathetic little shit. Uh, I'd be a good dad. Yeah. Get him a sec to me tomorrow. <laughs> all right, witnesses described how um, Hugo got into his van and pressed on the throttle um, once he scribbled a message on the side of the vehicle, his body was thrown out of the vehicle and was seen lying on the street by stunned drivers. Hmm. Headless body just lying on the street. Okay. They don't say what happened to the head. Hmm. I, so that's what I'm wondering about. Like, So would the rope sever your head completely? Would your head toss off or would it still be attached to the rope and your body flying elsewhere? 
I would have met. I don't see it severing the head, but I guess it did. You know. Yeah, it severed his head completely. Mm-hmm. It's decapitated. Um, the van eventually came to a stop without running into any cars or pedestrians. Uh, witnesses so you described, should have thought about that. Yeah, no, no you not, just let yeah. it go there. Uh, witnesses described on social media how the body was still in the road hours later as police cleaned up the scene. Hmm. Now, I understand that it's a crime scene, but it's like, okay, let's just traumatize everybody right, for the yeah. next six hours. Throw a blanket over yeah, the motherfucker or something. Over Jesus the Christ, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah. the van was eventually taken away, but a cordon of patrol cars surrounded mm. the body, the headless body. So I think they thought that maybe their patrol cars would block people. Was the view. head still in the van? They don't say where the mm. where the head went, and that's some pretty shitty reporting here. Yeah, um, I like just this. like some Salvadoran kids were playing soccer with it <laughs> in a nearby field. I like this. In the aftermath, shocked witnesses posted images online showing the victim still on the road. Yeah, shocked witnesses. Mm. I guarantee they're just like, holy shit, Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. Like fucking posting World selfies star. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, last year, a coroner in Britain stated that four teenage suicides were to blame on the different versions of Call of Duty. Hmm. So uh, apparently a lot of people play that game, get driven to suicide. Well, now, I don't, I, that's why I'm wondering if like one of these 13-year-old kids, like, tease this 35 year old man so much that he's like i'm gonna fucking how many ways can you kill yourself in call of duty usually just you know you drop a grenade and you're like whoops well no i'm saying like these uh kids were driven to suicide because of the game oh because kids were making fun of them yeah or something Mm. um a spokesman for the police department said uh witnesses observed the victim uh a latin male hugo rodriguez tie a rope around a fire hydrant and then around his neck I like how no one intervened at that point. Yeah. You know, no one's like, hey, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. <clears throat> Maybe we should give you some counseling or perhaps a citizen's arrest or something. Um, yeah, they were too busy, like, on their phones, just like, got to get the camera up quick, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. hate that. Uh, he got into his van and accelerated because of tightened around his neck to cap himself. Oof. And, uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he committed suicide. Okay. Uh, apparently, this guy had been arrested a number of times for driving while intoxicated. And I'm sure if he didn't fully succeed this time, Mm. he probably would have gotten another DUI. Mm. Um, I'm sure he wasn't all there when that happened. But anyway, um, there you go. It's a creative way to go out. That is now the thing, does it say in the story that was there an Eagle or a barbarian woman riding a tiger painted on the side of his van? Ooh, I don't know. They mentioned the mural. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look for pictures. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be pictures. Yeah. I'm hoping it's the uh, Frank Frazetta Barbarian. Right, yeah, be exactly. Cool. Yeah. Uh, people send your stories here on podcast.com. We have phone calls coming up next. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys since both of my wives died and my little Eric's disease got pretty bad let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring but thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle d-i-d-d-l-e I'm now a new man. Thanks. 
So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we got is uh, from a guy who we haven't, I haven't heard from this guy in a long time. He used to call the show. Long time listener. Uh, his name is Skinned Mike. Ah, okay. Good evening. This is Skinned Mike. Uh, a long time listener. Since like episode one. Uh, the fuck is he doing? Taking a bath? Did you hear that? Does he, it sound like water? I th- I thought it sounded like metal, you know. A metal? Like he's preparing various me- metal instruments. You know, when you lay out when you're about to torture somebody. Oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah. Hence the name yeah, yeah. Skinned, Mike. Skinned Mike. Or maybe he's a guy who was skinned. He was tortured. Now he right. has no skin. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's a good henchman in like a Die Hard movie or something. He's taking some a bath in like Lubriderm. Yeah, yeah. Hearing to like moisturize. Let's see how you fare. Against Skinned Mike, <laughs> you know. Um, I wanted to go ahead and say, D, you are like a father figure to me, which I'm sure you're going to roast me for saying that. That's, that's depressing. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I've been listening for so long. Uh, this, this, in that song, does George Michael said, say, he says, I will be your father figure, but does he also say, I will be your creature feature? Until the end of time. He'll be your creature feature until the end of time? Is that I, what he says? He doesn't say creature feature, does he? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the I creature of the Blue Lagoon or feature. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's probably talking about gerbils or something. Okay. All right. Um, you practically fucking raised me. I thought he... Okay, never mind. <laughs> that, this, is, this is pretty odd. You know, son, you better get off that Call of Duty, okay? Yeah. And start, start reading some books. Yeah. <laughs> Recently went through another fucking shitty breakup, so uh, I'm glad you guys are still around, keeping Mm. things cheerful for me. Yeah, Uh, cheerful. Harrison, you're doing a great job (laughs) as a replacement. (laughs) So uh, I know I'm 100 episodes too late on that feedback, but... I was about to say, like, dude, did you you take a break for about two years? Because he's been doing the show for quite a while now. (laughs) Actually, two years. Has it been? It's, it's been. Almost, it, it, it's maybe a week or two from being two. Yeah, years. Yeah, it's been like two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Mm. But still, um, lots of really felt appreciation for what you guys are doing. It definitely keeps things interesting for me. Uh, anyway, I'm on my way into band practice now. So thank you guys very much again, and hail Satan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, Hail the Dark Lord. Mm. Uh, what, what do you think his uh, band sounds like? Klezmer? Yeah, probably Klezmer. Klezmer. Yeah, yeah, I figured he's, he plays the harpsichord. Right, yeah. <laughs> in a Klezmer band. Yeah. I'm saying if he was my son, mm. he'd be in a fucking Klezmer band. Right, yeah. And he, I'd probably mm. tell him, like, you got to do the accordion. Yeah. You know, you know what's well, funny? Look, you can do a lot with the accordion nowadays that you couldn't do 20 years ago when we, we were children. Al. You know, we yeah. Well, Weird Al's been doing it since we've been kids. Yeah, but how many, you know, like weird hipster bands now use accordions? Probably a fucking lot of them. You I'm could be a Tom think, Waits type of fellow. <laughs> yeah, you know? I guess you could be like a Tom Waits a type Mibic of guy. A ensemble, right? You know, you know I was yeah. uh, reading something today. Weird Al is about to do a tour mm. of only original songs, no song parodies. Okay. What the fuck is that all about? I don't know. That's stupid. Like, would you want to go to that? No. It's like, dude, come no. on. I want to see you do Like a Surgeon. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. Like, originals. I think he does right. have some good original songs. Right. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I'm here to see the parodies. Yeah. You know? Right. Anyway. Jurassic um, Park. 
You know? Thanks for the yeah. uh, kind words there, son, and uh, mm. pick up that accordion and start practicing. Right. No more Call of Duty for you. <laughs> All right, next one uh, we have here is a guy who has an idea hmm. for our Patreon page. Okay. Ideas. All right. Hey, hi, B and um, Harrison. Is this Arnold Schwarzenegger? This is, <laughs> is this Schwarzenegger? I think it might be. This wow, is that's from, cool. Um, Six Dungeon Cop. I'm very proud of being a patron of your hilarious show. He sounds more like Ivan Drago. Oh no, maybe Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. Dolph Lundgren. He, yeah. he could, it's either Dolph Lundgren or Schwarzenegger. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm taking a walk with my dog here, waiting for him to do some shit business. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually... <laughs> I am waiting to do some shit business. Come on, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Trump want to not have immigrants come here? You know, you wouldn't have hilarious moments like this. That's what I was about you know? to say. The Let's whole like, lost of, in yeah, translation thing. Great. We love yeah. this. Yeah to give you some recommendation on your Patreon business. And what you could do is that you could do a transcript for all the callers that talk like me with a, some kind of strange accent. So maybe... I totally thought he was going to be like, it'd be great if you did some Harrison Jackoff vids or something like that. That was going to go into this round. Like if you guys were putting up some J-O videos, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the transcript, okay, I'll hear yeah, you out. Okay. All right. It's mm -hmm. different, but I'll hear you out. For all these uh, callers from Great Britain, which I can't barely understand a word. Maybe you can put a transcript of the funny stuff they um, speak. And this crazy caller, uh, Mr. Fucking Krupp, the um, Indian guy. Yeah, Sanjay. Um, well, I actually understand him, but I just, I don't like this kind of accent. I, <laughs> well, what I would like to have is just the transcript, and then I can pass this text to a voice-to-speak program so I don't have to listen to this ugly voice i would really appreciate that so thanks a lot and uh, i really love you and well since you told once that i cannot give myself uh a name so feel free to what? give me a name i don't really care oh bye bye. Oh. okay so i guess mm. we uh we have to get I, what's the name I, of the bad guy from die hard Ah, the uh, that uh, that Austrian terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hans, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. That's Hans Gruber. That's Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Okay, That's a good it. name for him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, I can't do his voice. Get transcripts of all of your weird callers. I will blow up downtown Los Angeles. You know. So okay, let mm. let me get this straight. Mm. He wants us to provide transcripts of the calls mm. so then he can go to a text to voice editor yeah record the mp3 of the text to voice from that transcript put that onto his ipod player yeah so he can listen to it without having to listen to dr sanjay gupta's offensive voice yeah wow that sounds like a that's quite a workaround and going he on is, there and he but he is a sex dungeon cannibal cop yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah that is uh <laughs> that is a. Uh, 
<laughs> you I know, don't know. We might have okay. to do that. You know? I was trying to make a compromise. Yeah. I'm not going to listen. Because most of the time, I can't understand what the fuck these English people are saying. Right. I'm just winging it, okay? Mm. Like our next call, I don't even know what that guy's saying. Mm. I listened to a little bit of it, and I was just like, all right, this guy's drank like fucking six pints of wife beater, a few shots of Jägermeister. Now he's a rotundo. They were a tunnel with a Cockney accent. I yeah. have no idea what he's saying. But uh, what I'm willing to do, if this guy really wants it, and I, I love this, this feature of Google Voice. Google Voice has a transcript in there. Have you ever seen that? Mm, no. I yeah, know. Google Voice provides a transcript of the call, and it can barely hear the words. So it's really funny. Like uh, if you read, I almost think oh, we I should read some yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've seen it Actually, say like you know, high mm. D and hair string. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> or B and hair string. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't even know what what it's. Ta- I have no idea. It's like transcodes words. Yeah. You know that I've never even heard of. Yeah. So if that's what you want for your text to editor there, Hans Gruber, and if that will prevent downtown LA from being demolished mm. sure yeah okay that's you a know? good idea I'll, I'll post the transcripts on uh, of, uh, from Google Voice on the Patreon you know it's funny YouTube actually does that when you post videos they can uh, they automatically do uh, closed captions oh, close, oh but on the video itself on the video itself yeah well that's and, interesting because I've done that with some of the ones I have on Twitch and it's fucking funny when you pull up the closed captions, you know. Yeah, because I don't know. Where, it does They are more the accurate. Oddly enough, they are more accurate than Google Voice. Yeah, Google Voice is pretty they're, bad. They're still pretty silly. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, uh, thank you for the uh, feedback. We appreciate it. Uh, we do have one more call here. Um, this this is from an English guy. This is an English guy who's, I believe, telling a story about Thailand, mm-hmm. like being in Thailand. But you know what, though. I can't even understand what he's saying here. All right. I'll so, give, I'll yeah. Give the old go here. Hey, Rugby and Rudy, uh, not making any promises about the uh, anti Semitic jokes, but, um, Flint Nigger, fuck you. Uh, Nigger Face, fuck you. What's the other guy? Steel, John Steel. Steel, yeah, no good, mate. No good. <laughs> Look, I'm here with a public service announcement about the uh, potential, like, death price for, like, bribes and things like that when in Thailand. Okay. Now, you, now you call, you label this limey. Do you know he's a limey? He sounds Australian. No, he's a limey. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy's okay. English. It sounds yeah. English to me. Okay. What did he say right there? <clears throat> I'm going to do a PSA about something in Thailand. Let me play it again. Yeah, maybe maybe okay. you can provide the right, transcript we'll here. Price for like bribes and things like that when in Thailand. I'd say your kind of average mark is something between the thousand pound to two thousand pound kind of area. I think you said brides, mail order brides. Oh, Thai brides. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. he's, he's yeah. buying a Thai bride. Yeah, something like that. Wow. Or it's a public service announcement about buying Thai brides. Did you have you ever watched Little Britain? No. Do you remember when he gets that one Thai bride that comes over? I've never and she's seen like, it. I just said I've never oh, seen it. Seen. Well, people yeah. remember the skit. Okay. I can't. English people, let mm. me know the name mm. of who. It's like Ting Ting, and she's like this huge, like three hundred pound Thai bride, and she mm. shows up, and she's like Ting Ting, mm. and she starts giving him a blowjob, and he's like, "Okay, you can stay for a little bit longer." Mm. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. I think a lot of English guys purchase like Thai brides. Mm. I think that's a thing they do there. Like okay. if English guys can't find a suitable bird, you know, then they just are like, "All right, well, I'm just going to purchase a Thai a Thai bird." Mm. So right. he's giving us some tips. 
ideally if you can get more out, you know, it depends on like how much you can get out of your car each time. But you know, so if you like, happen to be rolling along on the scooter like I happen to be, and you come around the corner and there's a police checkpoint, and they start searching you, you start freaking out, they're telling you you're going to go to jail. Okay. He's smuggling a Thai bride in his asshole while riding on his scooter. <laughs> That's what I've been able to do. He's a very tiny bride. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very tiny. Do mm. um, you think he's trained her to muff by just crawling inside no. the inguinal canals? <laughs> just crawl in there, little tiny Thai bride. Muff spelunking. So he's saying that uh, he's cruising on a moped and he gets to a police checkpoint. Mm-hmm. And he's drunk. Let's, I, I let's think assume I heard, he's yeah, okay, drunk. Okay, I'm assuming so now he's saying how to deal with it. Mm. All right. And you start telling them, I need to sort this out now. I need to sort this out now. And if you repeat yourself enough times, eventually they'll draw a number on a bit of paper. But you won't be able to get that much money out of your bank account. So you're going to ride around the scooter like a fucking madman, enjoying your last three hours out in the sunshine, only to come back and the guy to accept the money, which is well under what they asked for, and then give you the equivalent of about, I don't know, 10 US dollars back and take, go get yourself some food. But at the end of the day, I'm not entire prison. All right, I missed that whole part. I, I don't, I don't I missed know that what whole the thing. fuck he's talking about. He said they're going to give mm-hmm. you, you you say, I want to deal with it right now. I want to deal with it, with it right now. Yeah. And then they give you a figure on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. more money than you have, and you drive around like a crazy person, and then you come yeah, back. Apparently they let you go. And then you right? come back and give them like a fraction of what they asked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what happens? Then I, he said some stuff I couldn't understand. All right. 86000 that. So, in U.S. dollars and U.K. pounds, in U.S. dollars, that's about three and a half, three thousand, three thousand three hundred. Jesus. Mm. U.S. dollars. Oof. Anyway, enjoy the public service now. Remember, nigga, fuck you. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I kind of missed that PSA. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with uh, Hans Gruber. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if I had yeah. the voice to text translating this to me, I yeah. would know what this guy's talking. Could you imagine? I almost want to read Google Voices' attempt at translating this guy's call. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes no sense. It does make no sense. Yeah. We, it might do better than we did. We yeah. Know. I'm lost. Better, yeah. But that's part of the charm of mm. phone calls to the sick and wrong drunk dial line. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. All right. Mm. It's a grab bag. And you know what? He may not have ever been talking about Thai brides. That may ever not have been a thing. He even said. All right. Maybe not then. It's, it's considering that the second half of the story has nothing to do with that. I whatsoever. heard something about $3,000. Yeah. He had yeah. to pay $3,000. For something. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'd like to think he ordered a Ting Ting. So we'll see. <laughs> Anyway, people call the Cigar Hotline, 323-522-4032. We did get one email, the Cigar Podcast, hotmail.com. I love the, uh, the subject of this email. What the fuck is that fucking squeak? Mm. So I've been listening since about episode 200, and I can honestly say it's been a blast. That is, right up until the last few episodes, which one of you fuckers has got the squeaky chair or whatever the fuck that is? I can't listen to what you're saying as I'm listening out for the next fucking squeak. Sell it. Burn it. Put one of those automatic assault rifles you retards over there insist on owning to good use mm. and shoot the shit out of it. Just get it off the goddamn podcast. Keep it safe, keep it wrong. Phil over the pond and good old blighty. Um, you know, Phil, I, I noticed this actually rather mm. prominently in the last episode. Yeah. I don't know if it was my table or Harrison's table or both of our tables. Yeah. Because we use I these kind of fold-out tables yeah. that, that I've had since... 
I think I've had these things since college. Yeah. <laughs> I have never once yeah. like used WD-40 on the hinges. Mm. So they're old and they're rusty and they yeah. kind of squeak. Mm. Um, so th- this week I read this guy's email. And I'm like, you know what? He's got a fucking point. Because mm. I was editing the show and I'm like, what the fuck is this squeak? Yeah. Because it's going on every two seconds. Mm. The background, squeak, squeak. It's, mm. It was really annoying. So I went to uh, the, the store and I bought some WD-40. Sprayed these things down. Listen to this. Squeak free. Yeah. No yeah, squeak. Very nice. Very it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Very pleasant to Real hear. Good. So uh, thank you, Phil, for pointing that out. Finally, I took care of the squeak. It's gone. No need to get an assault rifle. Although I could if I wanted to because it's pretty easy to get one here. Damn straight. All right. Um, best way to support the show is our Patreon page. I know we talk about it a lot, but it is kind of cool because now uh, we're producing Patreon-only content. You're going to have one extra Patreon story every week and two extra phone calls. Some of these calls might be new. Some of the calls might be old ones that we just never played. Mm. Uh, but we are producing Patreon-only content. So you just go to Patreon page for the minimum of $5. You get access to all the exclusive content. Obviously, we have other tiers. You get other shit. Um, I've been posting some of the archive uh, episodes there as well. Um, but yeah, we appreciate the support. We are very close right now to 100, 100 people, 100 patrons. Less than a month. Well, no, I guess it's been, it's been at least a month. But less than two months yeah. of having that Patreon page. We almost have 100 almost patrons. Almost 100 motherfuckers. Yeah, so thank you, right. everybody, for thank supporting you. the show. And we're going to keep releasing some extra shit. Yeah. Uh, also, we have a Redbubble store. If you want to buy mm. some Sick and Wrong merch, just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope. And you can buy some uh, all sorts of things. I've got like, coffee mugs, T-shirts, bric-a-brac. Um, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. It's, it's the, the month of Halloween. Halloween isn't just one day anymore. It's a whole fucking month. Right it's now. weird. Yeah, it's like a month, yeah. especially in this city. It's a month. So in uh, spirit of, the, of Halloween, mm. I'm in the show here with a, a uh, monster song. Well, kind of a jazzy monster song uh, called Dracula Cha-Cha-Cha. Yeah. You ever heard this one? I think I have this song somewhere in my collection. You seem to be an aficionado of I monster am. music. I am. You've had more. You you have owned more monster music than anyone I know. It's true. You should almost write like a book about <laughs> monster music. How I'd to like get in, to. like a guide. Yeah, a guide. Um, yeah. This this one, this song, Dracula Cha Cha Cha, was actually written by Bruno Martino, a uh, jazz composer from like the fifties, um, and he gave us this beautiful gift. Although the version I'm playing is by a man called Tango Saloon, with the vocals of the inimitable Mike Patton. It's from their 2008 album, Transylvania. Yeah. The song is called Dracula Cha-Cha-Cha. People will be back next week with episode 606. Until then, take it sleazy. Spiritoso, qualcuno 
para perto se dar de puro uns que fone. Velenoso, potrebbe far venire un'infezione Dracula, Dracula, Dracula Sei forte, sei nero, sei bello Perché non ti succhi un bel pollo E lasci le donne campà Dracula, Dracula, Dracula Vampiro dal nero mantello Facebook wrote uh, something. He's like, I'm going to play a game of steel. I'm going to mention five things, and you tell me the first word you associate with these five things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so someone was just like, fat chick, mm. you know, Viagra, and like yeah. this whole thing. And he would tell him like a kind of a word association thing. And one other person put in the comments, D. Simon, Lance Wackerly, mm. um, Harrison, mm. and uh, Mike Martin, who's his old co-host. So he's like, for me, he said Heeb. Mm. Wackily nerd. Yeah. You heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, his friend just homely. That's funny. I just thought it was funny the way he's like heroin. Yeah. That's, that's what he associates when he hears your name. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's fair. Yeah. It works. All right. Ready? Uh, un- unfair. Yeah. 